Hi, this is Steve Erspringer, and I am looking at 1 Timothy 2.8. In this podcast, Worshiping God God's Way, we are going to talk about a poor translation, or on the other hand, a good translation. And in 1 Timothy 2.8, I'm going to read that to you in just a second. It'll depend on what translation you have, whether it is correct or whether it's incorrect. And so in this verse, it says, In every place of worship, I want men to pray with holy hands, lifted up to God, free from anger and controversy. Now, just looking at this, I would think this is great. Makes sense to me. But if I look at other translations and I do a little bit of homework, I realize that this is an incorrect translation. That the word worship in the very first first part of the sentence where it says in every place of worship of worship is not included in the Greek it's not included in the scripture Paul says it like this he says that men everywhere in places everywhere they go wherever you are I want men to pray with holy hands lifted up to God free from anger and free from arguing We would assume that this verse was correct in saying, in every place of worship. That implies, if I leave the word worship there, it makes me think that whenever men pray, it's a place of worship, or it's only when they go to the temple, or when they go to a church service. He says, whenever men pray, that means in this verse, they're in a place of worship, in every place of worship, but that's incorrect. And you have to understand that the Bible, it's initially written in Greek and has to be translated. And there's issues between those translations and the words men choose. So it's important for us, if we want to understand and talk about worship, we need to make sure that our translations are good and they're correct and they're the best words. You know, Paul was speaking when he writes this verse He's talking to men everywhere. That's what he says. They pray in the synagogues. They pray on the streets. They pray in their homes. They pray everywhere. These were not a place of worship, but places of work, socializing, family, and community. Paul was speaking of everyday social gatherings. In these places, men were not worshiping. They prayed, and there is a vast difference. When Paul was speaking to Timothy, he described raising the hands high. The word is aparo, a literal expression of praise, not bowing low as in an act of worshiping. This was a prayer prayed, not with folded hands, not with this religiously bowed head, but with faces and eyes coupled with lifted hands thrown out to heaven, with emotion and with strength. This was not a posture of worship. Let me use an example that might help. If I took a piece of paper and a pencil, they're different in design, but both translate information. One is thin and easily torn, the other one is stiff, and you can break it, but with a little difficulty. I wouldn't write words with a piece of paper nor would I write a message on a pencil. You see what I'm getting at. Words matter. 
So if you were to translate this verse correctly, you would have to take out the word worship and focus on praying and focus on praise because that's what this scripture talks about. Unlike praying everywhere, worshiping everywhere is far more difficult and truthfully, it's not expected. Paul encourages us to pray regardless of our surroundings. You can be in your car, you can be in the store, you could be in your home, you could be walking down the street, taking a prayer walk. While worship though, takes space and it takes time and the ability to overcome oneself. Bowing down in worship takes no words and the expression does not depend on the lifting of hands or the singing of songs. Like Moses, an individual can worship anywhere that their heart is drawn to, where you can give your whole heart focusing completely on God himself. And the location doesn't matter. But what matters is, do we understand the word? Do we call it by another name? Our society calls it praise. This church century that we're in, they call worship praise and praise worship, and they're always confusing the two. What words do you use for worship? That's the big question. That's why we're doing podcasts about this. What's your interpretation? Well, if you have an interpretation, you need to make sure that you're using the correct words. In this Bible verse, that interpretation using the word worship was incorrect. And it led people and is leading people to think something that isn't true, something that isn't really there. You know, are there other words for praise? Yes. Are there a lot of words for worship? No. Intimate worship is really a word of its own. To worship God God's way, you have to know the word. And you can't confuse it with other words. Worshiping God God's way is its own word. Worship.